Hello and welcome to the Industry 4.0 Now podcast that explores how companies can scale Industry 4.0. It's brought to you by L&T Technology Services. My name's Laura Pride. This edition focuses on putting Industry 4.0 into practice. It's over a decade since the term Industry 4.0 was coined to mark the so-called fourth industrial revolution, where smart tech and traditional manufacturing and industrial platforms combine to scale and increase efficiencies and profitability. Influencers like Henrik von Schiel have talked about the importance of digitalization of manufacturing, but what's the reality? Here to answer this question and many more, I'm delighted to introduce my guest, Prabhakar Shetty. Prabhakar, you're the global head of digital manufacturing at LTTS. Welcome along. Industry 4.0, why is the adoption so slow for many manufacturers when it comes to digitalization of processes and machinery? If you look at digital transformation itself, when you uh, when you see the word, the two separate words, digital and transformation, uh, the process being slow has multiple reasons. One, the approach itself has been piecemeal. Uh, most of the time, uh, it has been a top-down approach, uh, which leads to a pilot and subsequently poor adoption. So very poor buying from the key stakeholders. Uh, this probably is due to the fact that most of the approaches are driven by either trends or analyst uh, information or the third could be the technology uh, excitement that comes in whenever any new or uh, I would say new pieces of technology come in. When we said Industry 4.0 now, uh, the key reason we wanted to build this set of methodologies, tools and techniques was to address some of the challenges which most of the organizations face when they embark on this journey. Uh, that is how to start, uh, how to involve the key stakeholders, how to ensure that the use case definitions are clear enough and uh, there is a, a clarity in terms of what these use cases want to achieve, how these use cases connect into the larger organization ambit in terms of strategic vision of the company. So uh, we, we thought there, have, there are challenges. How do you sort of address these key challenges in terms of adoption? How do you ensure that the people part, when we say people part, it is not about job loss. It is about inclusiveness of getting the key end stakeholders into the fray and enabling them to do something much better than what they were currently doing. That's a whole idea beyond Industry 4.0. Uh, it's more about how to ensure faster adoption. And so is it changing that mindset of all those key stakeholders that's really important to make this successful going through that digital transformation? It is. Is it changing the stakeholders' mindset or is it a cultural change we are looking at the organizational level? Now, uh, this can be looked from two standpoints. One, either I can do a top-down kind of approach where I make it a strategic exercise decided by the boardroom and probably a few consultants coming together and push it down the line. Or I can make it bottoms up where I involve the stakeholders uh, who are directly responsible for any of the activities and the impact of adoption probably would be much better there. So definitely uh, our recommendation as LNTTS uh, would be would do it bottoms up, involve all the key stakeholders early on in the cycle, get a buy-in from them, make it very clear to them what are the outcomes we are expecting, what are the key benefits they get, 
uh, what are going to be the technology elements which will come in how is it going to change the way of working for them so that would be far more enriching and a successful approach rather than making it top down where we miss out on this core stakeholders what would you say are the essential factors um that and processes that businesses have to have in place to make sure that this um industry 4.0 adoption is a success one of the primary reasons most of these programs don't see the light of the day is people not seeing success early on that's reason we would recommend agile way of developing or building solutions which is far more iterative so you do shorter bursts uh, build something show it to the end users take their feedback improve it further you keep on doing this cycle for a smaller framework either it could be a line it could be a department it could be a paint shop or assembly line so on and so forth what happens is when users are participating and they see success coming in terms of adoption of this new ideas and processes uh, the adoption part which is the next phase adopt and proliferate becomes far more easier uh, if you look at manufacturing world it's still a bit traditional when it comes to thinking instead of me as a implementation partner or a consultant going and telling what are the benefits of uh, adopting this road map if a user who is involved in building the solution goes to the peers or uh, his uh, colleagues and he says that this is working fine i have seen clear benefits in terms of whatever attributes we set out i think that is far more successful internal selling of the solution which leads to better adoption once this iterative cycles are done uh, and you stabilize the solution in a finite boundary condition as i said then you can look at scaling the whole uh, initiative across the organization and when you're looking at scaling 4.0 and particularly with L&T technology services it's really your ethos of giving the power to the people but many people and there's still that sort of stigma that with industry 4.0 it le- actually leaves humans redundant but very much what you're saying is when those that success is seen and shared by the people themselves that's when it can be really powerful in enabling that transformation yes i totally agree uh, there is usually a uh, perceived notion that any automation initiative whether it's industry 4.0 or any of technology implementations uh, there is a suspicion prevailing which says that it will impact the human element uh, it could be loss of jobs it could be the way work is going to be done it could be the insecurity stemming out of the fact that people are not skilled enough to adopt to the new solutions i wouldn't agree to that uh, as i said if you are going to include the end stakeholders in design of solutions like for example if i am going to build a preventive maintenance application for the shop floor uh, if i cover all the stakeholders uh, right from the uh, i would say shop floor operator or the maintenance operator to the chief of operations each of them will have a different viewpoint and i bake that into the solution i'm building uh i don't think there is any reason for insecurity because there is clarity for all the stakeholders what is in it for them uh, for example something which is heavy lifting strenuous can be done by machines hazardous exposures like temperature uh, chemicals toxic uh, uh, ecosystems this could be done by machines uh, whereas uh, human beings can be looking at improving operator efficiency reducing error 
overall quality factors on and so forth so automatically you're leading to a more safer work atmosphere less injuries uh, better throughput in terms of not only the number of items produced or SKUs produced but better quality too overall i would say that uh, uh, in one line i would make the machines the blue collar workers and the humans transforming themselves into white collar thinking part of the organization uh, when assembly lines came in we all thought that people will become redundant i don't think so it's just that the skill set change so i would rather say that uh, humans will be important to harness the scale which is going to come about when we implement digital transformation initiatives moving the conversation forward and you've had that where you mentioned at the beginning that unsuccessful road money's been wasted is it twice as hard for you to come in with lnt technology services to then perhaps persuade them to have a second attempt that does have that groundwork already done with the buy in from the key stakeholders and those processes most of the customers we work uh, are in this stage of i would say their revolution or rather the right word could be adoption you can broadly break the ecosystem into the born digitals and the people who are trying to adopt the digital way now the born digital companies obviously are the outcomes or the children of the digital era so the processes the management thinking their pro- products their uh, human interfaces everything is digital so most of the opportunities we deal will be coming in the other categories that you're talking about traditional companies uh, which are aspiring to leverage the digital transformation uh, i would agree to you most of our customers who fall into what i call as digital adoption stage uh, they they were in a state of confusion because of the top down approach uh, whereas when we went there and made it more like a stakeholder inclusive kind of roadmap or approach uh, we for a very high level of participation which is very important in this kind of initiative it's not about just changing pieces of technology or sensors it's about the entire organization embracing new ways of working it's a cultural change and prabhaka what about the organizations that failed to transform their processes are they at risk at being left behind it is uh, i would rather give you an analogy it's like if i want to go from point a to point b uh, i can take a bicycle it serves a purpose or i can use the latest transportation mechanisms whether it's automobile truck or a aircraft there is a issue about you're going to be left out in terms of scale there's a issue in terms of your ability to be aligned with new i would say processes the new interfaces which customers are expecting uh your agility to respond to any change signals whether it could be customer uh preferences or what is happening in the larger ecosystem or part of ecosystem will take a beating it's not that those companies are going to shut overnight but uh my worry is they would become irrelevant unless uh, you're going to be uh, one of those guys who are going to sit like michelangelo and paint a beautiful portrait uh when you're in a world of mass customized production the word customized is important uh, you have to embark on a digital journey and again one more uh, observation we have had is uh, 
many of the digital initiatives happen out of peer pressure if your equal competitor or somebody next to you is doing it you also do the same uh, most important is digital journey has to be customized as your journey no two digital journeys are going to be same because if you if you look at any systems it's it's a combination of processes human beings your products your customers one and so forth so it's very important that these companies identify their space in what we call as a digital transformation journey and embark on it Prabhakar, well, thank you so much for your time. That brings us to the end of this Industry 4.0 podcast. Don't forget, if you're looking for more information about scaling Industry 4.0 with LTTS, then head to LTTS.com forward slash Industry 4 underscore now or follow hashtag Industry 4 underscore now for more insights and solutions on social media. You can also find further editions of this Industry 4.0 podcast. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.